allow me to introduce myself. My name is The Sportzilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, ESPN Utica Rome, now on 96.5 FM. Thank you so much for coming to Utica. You guys are Hansons. Who are you? Well, I'm from Utica, and I've never heard anyone use the phrase Sportzilla Show. It's an Utica expression. Rain man, good to go. Hey, Coach, how are you? I'm good, Rain. I'm good. Thanks for doing this today. No problem. I'll have an English muffin if you got one. What's that? No, go ahead. Wait, I'm ready. Aha, aha, aha. The Sportzilla Show starts now. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Looks like the Sportzilla Show starts now. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rain. Uh, as you know, Scoop, WKRP in Cincinnati. Sure, that's solid today, buddy. I like it. Got the glue guy, the boss. You got? Are you ready with that? You got that? Your little audio uh, piece? No, of, I don't actually. The boss. Can you let me know when you're ready and I'll cue you? Yes, I'm the boss. There you go. And his underling, uh, whose day I ruined a little bit earlier on our Syracuse version of Sportzilla, which, of course, you can always go rewatch Q Sports Talk. Twitch.tv. Nick Ailes in here today. Uh, we've got a uh, Merrick Doljai, Nick Ailes. Doppelganger. Yeah, type of thing. We're going to put a poll out. Just go to Sportzilla, at ESPN Sportzilla on Twitter, Sportzilla Show on Facebook. That'll be up there. Now, before we get started and, and bring Nick, Nick Ailes back into this situation here, I just want you to know we're brought to you by ICANN for the rest of the week. It's an innovative community-based provider. It's keeping families together in the Mog Valley every single day. You may have seen them out and about in the community. They give away a Super Bowl trip every year, but that's one of many things that they do. Shout out to Steve Bulger, who, of course, has been in an interview with us before. And if the name doesn't sound familiar, they used to be Kids Oneida. Yeah, used to be Kids Oneida. Very good. See, that's why you're the glue guy. Um, You can learn more. Visit ICANN.Family today. They keep families together in the Mohawk Valley every single day. There's an old expression, they're doing God's work. So if that works for you. Totally support them. Thank you for letting us provide you the Sportsilla show for the rest of the week. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Okay, Jim Beheim is going to join us as he does on Tuesdays. That'll be at around 5.30. Got to talk about this Kobe Bryant memorial. There's the NFL Combine to get to. There's all sorts of football stuff, and we'll discuss that. There's some comets, loose ends that we've got to tie up with the trade deadline yesterday. And, of course, Zane McIntyre being traded And on and on and on. A lot of Utica sports as well as regional and national. But before we get started, the glue guy has a a list that he's provided for all of us. And this is where we bring Nick Ells back into the conversation. Did I, am I making your day better? I'm trying to, I'm trying to make up for. No, I, uh, I listened to Brent Axe, so I I cooled down a little bit. Okay, you cooled down a little bit. Well, why don't you mention one of the things that set both of you off initially today? No, I brought up the fact we get breaking news just after 3 o'clock that Luis Severino has to have Tommy John surgery, which is just terrible news for Yankees fans. Yeah, it's a bummer if you're a Yankee fan. So because I... So he got paid that contract... And I think he's only pitched 13 innings, if I yeah. thought correctly. Four-year, 40 million, 10 million a year. It'd be 12. I mean, Ouch. ultimately, he's going to miss two and a half seasons, basically, barely having pitched at all. It's, it's a nightmare scenario for, but you know what? Hopefully, he comes back better than ever. Nick's having an excellent day, he tells me. It's a great day yesterday. Saw the sun. It's another nice, warm day today. And then you drop that on him. I break the news. <laughs> he's a diehard Yankee fan like Ruined I am. It. Suddenly, I ruined his day. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it was it was kind of harsh. So he gave you his list? I have not yet. Oh. I don't have the list. Oh, you don't have it yet? No. All right. I'm now being handed the list in numerical order. So 
backwards. What? Oh, do I have to go 25 to 1? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll spend a couple minutes on this. I think this is something that we can revisit over time. But let's go through a few of these. Just a few. And we're going to have Nick... Uh-huh. try to pronounce probably because I suck at pronunciations if I don't have phonetic spellings. Scoop, oh, Scoop usually has a better handle on it than I, but he's smart. He goes and he finds something online and then he practices it. He's, I go and find a YouTube interview with the person and then I watch it and hope that they introduce the person. But it's funny to hear how often news anchors, sports anchors completely mangle people's names. I do it all, I do it all the time. I try, even when I practice, I screw it up because I'm like, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. I psych myself out, and then I'm screwed. But, for example, Giannis, Scoop. Antetokounmpo. Tua, Nick. Tagovailoa. He's got that one. So uh, let, let's just randomly, we'll throw some numbers at you, and right. you try to pronounce the names. We have the phonetic spellings. Okay. Nick does not have the phonetic spellings. I, I would just like to point out there are four MLB ones on here. That's uh, I know them just off. Too easy. So I guess we should start with number well, 25. 25, Giovanni Gallardo. That's correct. Okay, go the, go the, with... Uh, the MLB is Nick's wheelhouse. Why don't we... Well, let him show off a little bit, the MLB name. Yeah, okay. do the MLB ones that are on All this right, list. so what's next? 14, Sean Figgins. Yep. Uh, three, Tom Gorzolani, and number one's Jeff Samarja. Yes, yeah, he's a total baseball. See, that I'm also very good with the baseball ones. That's not where I get screwed up. It's everywhere else. Okay, so I'm going to go with 21 on the list. 21. All right. So, ooh, that's a tough one. How about, uh, I'll just assume that's Israel Idunije. Oh, crap. Idanje. Idunije. Israel Adonishe. 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 Okay. Okay. So God number eight, 18s are probably an easy one for you. 18? Joaquin Noah. Incorrect. Oh, is it Joakim? It's Joakim Noah. I'm, I'm used to Joaquim Soria from MLB. So. Go number five on the list. He's an NHL number player. Five. Ooh. Dustin Bifuglian. Scoop, correct him, please. Uh, I don't know if I can do this one. Do you have the phonetic spellings? I yours? have it, but I'm not sure that that's right. Bufflin, did you you verify this online? Uh, this is the article. This, this is, so this was literally... This is a printed article. We're assuming that the person hmm. that wrote this article had that... I don't, I don't know. Okay. I've seen those would be wrong, too. There's got to be a Buffalo Sabres fan out there listening at ESPN Sportsilla. Listen, we're perfectly fine. You can co- correct us if we're, if we're wrong on any of these, but I don't think so. How about, uh, Nick, how about number 10? Number 10. Jeez, uh, Nadama Kong Su. That was uh, close. close. There's no G in it. No G. Just Nadamakan? Yep. Nadamakin. K E N. Sue. Nadama Donkey Kong. That's, there you go. That's <laughs> what I thought. Number no. eight. Number eight. I'm interested to see how you do with number eight. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Me, I don't know. James. You got there you go. Right. All right. <laughs> uh, James Ihidigbo. Not Ihadibu. Ihadibo. 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 Number seven. Number seven. Uh, Nanamdi Asamuga. 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 The G is silent I'm in that so one. So close. Isn't number seven the cashew chicken? It could possibly. Nanamdi. 
could possibly That's be. Are we, are we eating lunch? Are we going to have some dinner early here? And there Order we go. of Nanamdi. Go right. down to the Panda House. How about number 15? I was just it's about to say, one more. Let's go with the golfer on there. Jose Maria Olazabal. Olathanbol. That's just extra letters. We are terrible. Olathanbol. <laughs> it's just extra letters. Jose Maria Olathanbol. A couple of them I know. Tyler Hansbrough, Anderson Verjao, Dirk Nowitzki. You ever go to those pronunciation videos that they have on YouTube. Sure. And they are terrible. And, yeah, and then, like, you'll see all these people will give, like, certain pronunciations, like, it'll have 50 thumbs down, yeah. especially if it's something ethnic, because the the eth- ethnic group in question gets very upset if you put a YouTube video out on how to pronounce something that's very near and dear to them, and you completely mangle it. Now, to be fair, uh, it's usually a robot voice, yes. and it's terrible. Yeah. Um, Ariskany. Gets it wrong all or the time. Correct. That one gets wrong all the time. Or a skinny. I think also the, the the other funny thing is too is there are people who put those on YouTube and they're wrong on purpose. Yeah, to troll people. Yes. Is it Utica Rame? Is that where we are? Sportzilla <laughs> Show, ESPN Radio, Utica Rome, not ninety six point five FM. Okay, so we've wasted some time. That was a lot of fun. I actually want to continue to do that, but I suppose we should talk some sports. I always just wait. Until I see a sports center anchor pronounce it a bunch of times, and then you learn it through like osmosis, you absorb the proper pronunciation. Well, how long did it take you to say Indomitian Sue? That took forever for me to learn that. Oh yeah, he was in the league for probably a year and a half, two I'm years. Like, what is that dude's name? I still don't know it. Yeah, and they have to be good. Like if if they're like a fringe player, you're like, I'm not gonna have to learn it anyways. Right. But if they become somebody that stays. Then you're like, okay, I got to learn how to pronounce that guy's name now. Like Giannis, for instance. Giannis. People know his name now. It's Giannis. Or is it Giannis? It's, Giannis. it's just Giannis. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Crap, I, I think I still screwed that up a little bit. We can both pronounce Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. I just wanted to mention boxing, guys, because there, there's been a lot of crap online for the past couple of days about this 45-pound contraption that... He wore out to the ring, and they're blaming that. They're trying to use that as an excuse to absolve him for losing this fight where he got his butt kicked, basically. Well, then you were stupid for wearing that out there. Yeah. Stupid excuse and stupid for wearing it out there. Are you going to a heavyweight fight, or is this like Transformers going on? I don't even know what the hell that costume was supposed to be. Can somebody explain that to me? Even Golik and Wingo were talking about it. I don't discount that that might have been a problem for right. him because he did walk a long way and he had an extra 40, 45 pounds. I understand that. That being said, he lost the fight because his eardrum got ruptured and he had no balance. I- and Tyson Fury basically beat him up and they should have called it sooner than they did. They let him go seven rounds. There will be now, there's a clause in the contract, a third Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder fight. And I want to see it. Ever notice how there's always an excuse like that set up these these uh, these next battles, the rematch. There's always an excuse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, mean, I this, had food poisoning the night before. This goes back to like when we were kids and we were fighting on the playground. Well, he had a cold that day. That's why you got a bloody nose. Just look in the mirror and own it. You got kind of smaller hands, but it's not the reason you fumbled the ball. Like if you're Joe Burrow. See what I did there? I transitioned us over to football. Segway. This is a ridiculous argument as well because the NFL Combine is a note that I put down because the glue guy said to me yesterday, 
We got to talk about that. So Joe Burrow probably going to Cincinnati. He's no, agreed. he's retiring. Joe Joe Burrow's not playing anymore. <laughs> I stand corrected. I know. Isn't that funny? It is. Get, you know, explain he, it. The he gets the told by all these people at the combine that his hands are too small. That he'll never become a big name quarterback in the league. We'll see so, how they fit around your throat, Mister. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, he, he's getting a lot of flack for not wanting to go to the Bengals, or at least showing that he wants to go to the Bengals. So his response to that is, I won't even go to the NFL. Jokingly, of course. Here's what he said about playing for the Bengals. Yeah, I'm not going to not play. Um, I'm a ball player. Whoever picks me, I'm going to go show up. Here's what Joe Burrow said about the fact that I guess he has tiny hands. You know, these measurements, you can... You can take so much from them. Um, if it's a glaring issue on film with turnovers, yeah, it's probably an issue. But, you know, I didn't have a lot of fumbles or anything like that. So I just tried to, you know, make a little joke out of it. Some other quarterbacks in the mix here. Obviously, Joe Burrow's probably going to go to Cincinnati, number one. But then you got Jalen Hurts to consider. You got Tua. Pronounce it for me, Nick Ailes. <gasps> Tega Bailoa. That guy. And what did Pat Mahomes say about this uh, entire situation, specifically surrounding Joe Burrow's and the tiny hands? Scoop? Well, he responded via Twitter because that's where Joe Burrow said this on Twitter. He said, considering retirement because my hands are too small, please keep me in your thoughts. To which Patrick Mahomes responded, my small hands are doing all right so far. I believe in you. Laughing, crying emojis times three. Uh, I also wanted Bills fans to know that they're talking to Josh Norman. And Scoop, please share with them your thoughts on Josh Norman going to the Bills potentially. When I suggested that they're a pretty decent football team and there is some baggage with him. But you brought up another great point about him. Well, what has he got left in the tank? Thank you. You know, okay, the baggage, uh, you, you hope uh, for a redemption story. Guys turn the corner and and people change. And hopefully that's the case with him. But that said, he didn't have a great year. He's not the same guy he was previously in terms of being a player. So do you want that? I mean, the Bills have a pretty good defense, and I think they're an attractive place to go play. Imagine me saying that or anybody saying that, but the Bills have to be one of the favorites in that conference. Absolutely. I want to wrap up our little segment or discussion here. Nick on does the, not agree. He's giving me the thumbs Well, up. I'm a Jets fan, so I don't like that. Okay. Well, yeah, you have to deal with that every day, don't you? Mm-hmm. But I'm Adam, a Browns fan, so. Adam Schefter, I'm a Giants fan. Oh, the only one with an argument here is the glue guy because he's a Patriots fan. But Which I'll, might not happen. I'll, we don't I'll, cheat. I'll get to Brady and the Pats. Just and you don't me. win, too. <laughs> we don't cheat to win. You don't win. <laughs> we don't have to cheat to win. Here's what's important. Adam Schefter, with thoughts on the CBA and getting this deal done. Obviously, the NFL wants to get it done. But it helps the back of the roster guys, those those fringe players that are trying to stay on the roster. There's the financial component to it, which it's not millions, it's billions, added billions for both sides in this particular arrangement. It's not $250,000. That's a more simplistic way to look at it at this point in time. And so th- there's a lot going on for both sides, and I'll let them figure out whether it works or whether it doesn't work. Now, I will also say this, that what's interesting is you heard Emmanuel Acho talk about some of the players on the back end of the roster where there's a big deal. This is a deal that appeals to the rank and file, okay? And when you put this uh, CBA proposal to vote amongst the players, it's hard for a guy on the back end of the roster to say no to this deal because of the added money that they're all going to make. 
it's hard for, uh, well, I'm not going to make a joke about the back end of anything. We're just going to move on. Speaking <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, get away from the back end of anything. That's I, what I, I would suggest. I had a bazinga right there. It's hard for any guy on the back end. That's all I was going to say. Speaking of Tom Brady, though, he wrote an amazing Instagram post about Kobe Bryant. I highly recommend you go read that. If you're not on Instagram, find somebody that is. Well, he put it on Twitter as well. He put it on Twitter as well. There you go. Twitter, Instagram. If you're not on either one of those, just ax somebody and read it. He really kind of encapsulates exactly how a lot of people feel about Kobe Bryant. His memorial was yesterday. I watched it last night. That's going to start our next conversation on the SportsZilla Show. ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now 96.5 FM. The SportsZilla Show is now streaming on the ESPN app. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. So yesterday it was everywhere. It was on TV, the 6 o'clock news. It was on TV at 11. The morning shows all had it. The Kobe Memorial with clips of Vanessa. Just so hard to watch her go through that pain publicly, uh, which obviously she's going through privately as well. But the tears from Michael Jordan, the tears from Shaq, all the people in attendance, the celebrities, uh, the NBA stars there. I know I saw Kyrie Irving there. I saw Steph Curry, who, by the way, breaking news is now expected. Just announced glue guy Sunday. He makes his return to the Golden State Warriors. Continue scoop. But uh, Magic Johnson, Jerry West. Uh, I think I saw J-Lo there for crying out loud. With uh, A-Rod, absolutely. It, it was uh, a who's who. It didn't see LeBron James there. Uh, and a lot of people have asked about that. There's a great piece at ESPN.com about, it's called The Longest Plane Ride Ever for the Los Angeles Lakers, something to that effect, about when they were returning from that game the morning after Philadelphia, LeBron breaks that record of Kobe's, and they're on the plane, and the phones start to flash, and the word starts to circulate that maybe Kobe Bryant has passed away. The disbelief turning to realization that it's true um lebron leading the team in a impromptu prayer on the plane uh it's probably difficult for him to to be at a memorial like that and just probably felt like he didn't want to detract from the whole thing because dave McMenamin is the author who wrote the piece that scoop is talking about it i have some it, audio that i can share to back you up with, on this. with all the celebrities there it was really kind of a who's who of basketball royalty this is what dave McMenamin, who wrote the piece scoop ta- was talking about responding to whether or not lebron was there the first road game the Lakers played in Sacramento after they got back to playing after the tragedy, I got a chance to kind of just catch up with LeBron and just touch base to see how he was doing. And he told me in that moment that it was the toughest week of his life. And so me knowing that, it wouldn't surprise me if he made a decision similar to yours to say, you know what, of course, I'm devastated. Of course, I respect Kobe Bryant. I respect his family. I respect the Lakers. For me to be the best I can be for everybody else, maybe not be involved with that today. I know from my perspective, it was very hard to watch. It doesn't mean I don't feel it. I've cried about this. I cried about it when it happened. So did I. I cried yesterday. I cried reading the story that he wrote about this Lakers plane ride. It's it's devastating. It's heartbreaking. And at some point, you know, I've said to myself, I just can't do this to myself. I couldn't sit down and watch the whole thing. And I did. The clips were enough. The clips were enough. Her pain in, in little 
bite-sized pieces was just too much for me to bear. And how she can talk for 21 minutes, all the power to her. Yeah, I've got some receipts. I can't imagine. I've got some receipts for your point as well, Glue Guy. But let's go back to Dave McMenamin. I've got some audio ready talking about the amount of talent that was there that showed up to show out, to show love to Kobe Bryant. To see the collection of talent, and it wasn't just male basketball players. It right. was some of the best women basketball players ever to live. And then it wasn't just basketball the world players. of sports. Right, right. You had J-Lo there, and you had Alicia Keys, and you had Beyonce, and you had Kanye West. It showed the impact that one person can have if they just follow their northern star and follow their passion. And to your point, Glue Guy, let's talk about Vanessa Bryan a little bit more. I'll bring in one of our favorites and a female at that, Doris Burke. And she talked about watching Vanessa Bryant speak on behalf of her daughter and her husband no longer being here. How about the strength of Vanessa Bryant to be speaking? I am the mother of a daughter who will be married in September and and I will walk her down the aisle and like the idea when she said he'll never be able to walk his beautiful daughter I can't I can't even you guys it's the one part speaking as a mom that I I just lost it I was like I, I cannot believe the strength of this woman to stand up and talk about this I I was blown away. Doris went on to say how impactful it was to see Michael Jordan as moved as he was. We've seen Michael Jordan have so many moments. And I remember watching his Hall of Fame speech and at times thinking, oh, gosh, where is he going? Uh, But on this one, he was absolutely perfect. And to see somebody of his stature that that moved was really striking to me. And it was, of course, now the invention of in a much needed at that point in a two hour long memorial for Kobe Bryant, a moment of levity, a moment of laughter, a moment to lighten the mood, a moment to let everybody catch their breath. And that's when you found the one and only MJ Michael Jordan on stage. And this happened. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next I told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. <laughs> that is what Kobe Bryant does to me. Sportsilla Show ESPN Radio Utica Rome now at 96.5 FM. It was fitting that it was on 224. It was also remarkable that Vanessa Bryant allowed the world to mourn her daughter and husband. What a private thing. What an unimaginable tragedy. And yet she had the strength not only to get up there and speak, but to just sit through that. I imagine there were times, guys, that she probably wanted to just get the hell out of there and go home with with her daughters that are still with her and sit on the couch and hug them. You know, it's a mixed thing, probably, that she's going through. It's probably very comforting for her to have people there reaching out to her and talking about Kobe and giving her their well wishes. It's comforting. At the same time, it's simultaneously just crushingly heartbreaking. And those two things exist at the same time. And so there's there's comfort there, but there's pain. And I, I just, that's the human existence right there in a nutshell. Uh, and it, just, it was just very hard for me to, I thought she was very brave. Uh, I don't know how she did that. On the way in the Sports Hill show, 
Gonna get you updated on Utica College Hockey Basketball, UCFC. A couple more thoughts on the Utica Comets. Maybe a couple things more baseball related. But we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with Jim Beheim. We'll get him on the air. I'm sorry, did I? No, I just wanted to insert a, a happy random fact before we went to break. Go ahead and continue. Just throw it to me when you're done. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> we're going to come right back. Syracuse has a, a basketball game against Pitt and, of course, a great win against Georgia Tech just a couple days back. We'll talk about all that next as we do on Tuesdays with Jim Beheim. And right before we go to break here on the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM, a random fact from Scoop. On this date, back in 1977, the movie Slapshot was released. Woo! No, all right, that's totally worth it. Totally worth it. All right, glue guy, boss. Yeah. Let's go to the break. It's the Sportzilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, and 96.5 FM ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Somewhere in the last month and a half as we've tried to get things going here on the Sportzilla Show and bring you some live and local sports talk. Well, we got to get things fired up on social media now, don't we? So we're at, e- we're at ESPN Sportzilla or excuse me, at ESPN Utica Rome on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. ESPN you are. What did I say again? ESPN Utica Rome. What what is wrong with me? Give out the social media for the station, will you? Okay, ESPN you are, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And what is the show's? ESPN. (laughs) What is the show we're doing right now? What's it called? Because, like, I don't even know anymore, man. Is this Comets Insider, or is that on at 6 o'clock when we're done? That is on 6 o'clock. See what happens? See, I, I... I get rid of it off of the sheet that I pass out to everybody. It's not right in front of me, and I can't even speak properly. So ESPN Sportzilla is the Twitter and Scope, Facebook. Scope, you should have taken the lead on this. I, you think I would have done better? Jeez. We should let Nick Nick Ailes do that. The Giants are auctioning off their fourth pick overall, if you're interested in that, on that. David Gettleman said, we'll consider trading down a little bit. So let's bring Nick Ailes back over here. <laughs> Sure, I'm allowed? Yeah, there's a reason. So you you mess things up. See, it's your fault. You mess things up. It's my fault. You ruined my day after I ruined your day. How did I ruin your day? Uh. So the reason I'm giving out at ESPN, you are the station's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or of course you go to at ESPN Sportzilla on Twitter, and there's a Facebook, is because we're going to put out a picture at some point here because we've been trying to determine for the past couple of hours if Dolly here. Looks like Marek Dolzhai because a friend had asked you that the other day. Correct. And and I think there's enough resemblance that you could be related. I don't know if it's a doppelganger thing. I don't think so. But you look enough like him that I think there's something there. I mean, I'm okay with the comparison. He's about, what would you say? I, six I foot, think he six looks two? more like Nikolai Goldobin than he does Nick Ailes. Yeah, but Goldobin's hair is darker. Okay, maybe. Uh, I'm also sitting under the light. How, how tall are you? Uh, I'm 6'1". So you're 6'1". Dolly's like 6'10". Nick Ailes just walks around with a light around him, actually. He's glowing. It's an aura. He's glowing. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to put the pictures side by side, and if you want to go find it somewhere on the social media pages that I inaccurately described at first and the glue guy saved me, they're going to be there. I think some people will see it, and others are going to go, absolutely can I uh, Can I give a stab on the socials here? Can yeah. I give it a shot? We're going to call about ESPN, you are a bully, Rain. <laughs> oh. 
I don't Igloo know. guy. Yeah. Can we get like uh, the sound effect of a cat fight going on, and we just play that underneath the two of them anytime <laughs> they talk? You'd be uh, surprised. I know, got this. It, there is you one. Just made the list. <laughs> there is one in the system. Actually, there's there's a cat fight. If you type oh, in cat, I have no keyboard. You, you know, can go this. through there. Oh yeah, I've got that. I'll find it for us for our <laughs> final segment. We got to talk SU basketball. There's a reason we had brought that up. We have Jim Bayheim every Tuesday. Uh, some serious subjects to discuss, not our normal nonsense. Scoop and I talked to him a little earlier today. Here it is. Jim, I watched the replay last night. I was able to watch it yesterday during the afternoon, but the Kobe Bryant Memorial obviously was on. It was a couple hours long. It was very moving. And one of the things that I took away from listening to everybody emote about him was gratitude. So I wanted to say to you as we get started, I am grateful that you've spent a better part of two decades talking to me about Syracuse basketball, something that's near and dear to me. And I was wondering well, if you watched it. Yeah, I did watch it. Thank you, too, for that. But, uh, yeah, I watched it late last night. It was a, one of the best tributes you could ever do. I think it was perfectly done. The speakers were incredible, uh, particularly the Oregon women's basketball star. Um, uh, I you. Yeah. She was uh, unbelievable speech, one of the best I've ever heard. And they were all good. All the speakers were good, uh, but she stood out to me. And uh, the, the whole show was so well done. And, you know, when you have a, a guy like Kobe Bryant, he sets a uh, different standard from what anybody else uh the Los Angeles, uh, he owned and still owns Los Angeles and always will because he came there as a 17-year-old kid and he played there for 20 years and won championships and showed people how to play the game the right way, all people. And uh, was great off the court with his family. He was also a great business guy. He would have done he already started to do unbelievable things in business, but he would have done more. Very smart. Kobe Bryant's a very smart guy. One of the smartest guys I've been around. One of the most intense and most focused guys that I've ever seen in terms of what he, how he attacked everything. Uh, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are the two guys that uh, stand out in that way to me. Uh, but he touched everybody, I think, because of how... He, how he how hard he played the game of basketball, and uh, how kind of person he was with his family. I think those things stand out to people. Uh, everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes, as Kobe did. But that's no, that's what we do. That's what humans do. Uh, but I'll always remember his determination to play every play. A lot of people say that, but uh, there aren't many, if any, that do play every play, every day, every play. Uh, we all aspire to that, but we really know that we don't. Kobe Bryant did. Coach, last week we got to speak with someone who mentioned Julie as being a great help and a friend, and that would be Tiana Manga Kahia. And yesterday yeah. we get the news that she's able to return to the court. Some great news. And yes. if you would share your thoughts on that and Tiana. Well, she's a great girl. You know, she's been at our house a few times. She's been out with us. We've seen her and talked to her a lot. I see her at practices. I see her in the Mellow Center a lot. Uh, 
watched her work out. She's a fierce competitor. Uh, I, I believe she'll come back stronger than ever uh, after this setback. Uh, but she's just a great girl, really great girl, great player. And uh, uh, she's a good lesson for all of us to 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 pay attention to and how you go through things where you're going to get adversity. We all do. This is very serious adversity. And uh, she just went through it every day. Uh, she would have treatments and be in the mellow center the next day and just, you know, nothing stopped this girl. And uh, so it's been... Uh, it's been a, a privilege to to watch her go through this, and I uh, can't wait to see her get back out on the court next year. Jim Beheim with Rain and Scoop here. Got a couple quick questions about the team, but I did want to ask you something that I asked Jerry yesterday. Carmelo jab-stepped Zion, and he's gotten a lot of hype. He's going to be a tremendous player. Uh, but he did that yes, the other night, and I wonder if you saw the highlight of that. Jerry said that he did, and it was nice to see the old-school guy showing the rook how it's done. And then he turned around, and he put 32 on Detroit. Once again, yeah. just I, I marvel at the negative narrative about Carmelo Anthony. Well, I think that's gone away pretty much. In unless, you know, so there's always negative. You understand that. Yeah, yeah, be perfect, yeah. and it's going to be negative. But he's been great. I watched the Detroit game. I watched some of the Pelican game. I watched a lot of the Detroit game the other night. And he's playing great. He's playing really good. You know, he's not forcing things. He's taking his opportunities. He's deferring to the two guards. And, you know, there are three games out of the playoffs. But if, you know, Lillard's been out, if they can get him back, I think they'll make a push down the stretch to get in the playoffs. Uh, but he's, by any measure, he's played really well. And I'm really happy for him. You're coming off a great second half. Talk about what you're going to try and take into Pittsburgh to get a win. Well, you know, we've played pretty good basketball, uh, even through the losses, except for Louisville. We had a, a tough night against a great team. But other than that, we've played really well. We're getting better as a team. Uh, the second half was easily the best offensive game that, that we've had in a long time this year. And uh, I think it shows what we're capable of. Uh, Pittsburgh's tough. They beat Florida State at home, so we know they're tough. Uh, we need to just play one game at a time, see what happens. That's, that's what we're going to do. This team's been very resilient. They could have struggled. We easily could have lost to Wake Forest and Georgia Tech and been under 500 already. So this team is doing what they can to get better, and uh, it's a young team. But I'm really proud of what they've done. The fans have been great. I mean, we're having a great attendance here, and the fans have been great every game. Uh, we haven't played as well as I'd like, but the fans have been great every single game, and we're going to try to finish strong for them. Scoop. Just uh, any thoughts post-interview, letting Jim's words absorb about Carmelo, about Kobe, just about all that? Well, the Kobe thing is sad. I was, you know, I'm struck by his tone. He was very reverential when talking about Kobe. He was almost parental when talking about Tiana. And maybe a little bit when he's talking about his team, too. But you, you heard him lighten up when he starts talking about his team you hear a lot more uh, 
a, a lighter, happier gym, anyways, when you figure we're talking about the Kobe Memorial to start with. It wasn't jacket-throwing gym. It wasn't salty gym that we get on occasion. And, and, and there's a job to do, and he wants to get to it, and he's very much about that. That's why we, you and I have talked about how he really doesn't want to talk about the last game after he does his press conference. He really doesn't want to go over it again because he's thinking about the next game. You can't change it. Let's move on. We've got to focus. Let's let's stay in the present. Let's just deal with what's in front of us. We can't look back. It's really the way it is. It's almost as if he feels like talking about the last game is a waste of time. You know, it's over already. Or is it talking to us is a waste of well, time? Well, it's both. The Sportzilla Show on ESPN <laughs> Radio Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. Scoop's going to bring us back, talk a little bit about the comments of the trade deadline yesterday and all things Utica College. That's why Nick Ailes is here. He'll contribute. He's going to tell us about a player of the week named Eric. All next. If Utica thinks that they are going to poach Stanley, they have another thing coming. We will burn Utica to the ground. It's the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. A reminder that we've got this show podcasted, podcasted, and you can find it Apple, Google, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And a little UC hockey, because this is a big week for the Pioneers. They've got uh, a tournament action coming up this weekend. Tonight are some of the games that are going to determine who the Pioneers play. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, it's at the ABC, 2 p.m., and Nick Ailes here, who goes to Utica College, we've got a UCHC Player of the Week. Is that right? That's yeah. correct. Yeah. It's uh, Eric Holland. He scored a natural hat trick against Kings, although Kings is uh, relatively new, so they get wiped the floor with pretty often. But, a different uh, level of competition than yeah. Wilkes the following yeah. night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the Holland did well. It was a good game. I didn't get to see that one. I did go to the Wilkes game. First game I've made to all semester, and that that atmosphere was electric. So that how was, was it? How was the play? Oh, man, it was it was awesome. It was some of the best hockey I've seen in my entire life. It was basically like a lot of people came in, but like, this is it. Like, because you all knew the first place was on the line in that game. And like from the opening puck drop, it just felt like Wilkes didn't have a chance. Playoff tickets are on sale. Went on sale yesterday. That's I'll be buying a couple. That's right. They are now for the fourth year in a row regular season conference champions. That's awesome. I mean, that's just awesome. It makes me happy. We're going to have Gary Heenan in here tomorrow. we got to get the brain in here to talk about this. Did so, you uh, see the stinky suit? Did you see the stinky I suit? I did see the suit, and I pointed it out to my friend uh, who happened to be uh, a tenant of Gary. Just oh. by sheer coincidence. Okay. We should take it easy on Gary and call it the lucky suit, not the stinky suit. He I call, agree he with He called that. it the stinky suit. I didn't call it the stinky suit. Not you, Gary did. But we created oh. a hashtag of stinky suit. Why are we doing to this championship? Why are we doing this to this championship coach? I really don't think he cares. He probably <laughs> He's got 16 wins in a row. Yeah, that's pretty good. Is that good? Uh, I heard it's pretty good. I heard that's pretty good. Where are we Check at? notes. Where are we at? Let's see. Quarterfinals, if necessary. Is that today they would have started? It's yeah, the first tonight. game is today. The second game is tomorrow. Yeah. So the second game is tomorrow. So there you go. Wow, man. I'm so excited for this team. It's like Nazareth, Newman, and somebody else we have a chance if, to play. If Newman wins, we automatically play Newman because they're the lowest seed. Newman. Nazareth plays Elmira. If Naz wins... And Newman wins, then we play Newman. Newman. And Elmira, if Elmira and Stevenson win, then we play Elmira. It's uh, kind of sad about the uh, 
regular season finale, though, for our good friend Sean Coffey. Coffee for three on Thursdays. You hear that right here on the Sportzilla Show. They fell to Sage on the road down in the Albany area. What do you got on that for us, Nick Ailes? I mean, it's a tough game. Sage is a tough opponent and not the type of momentum you want going into the tournament, but uh, it's going to be a tough one. I believe they're in Naz for the tournament because the, the men play in Naz and the women play in Fisher. They're like a mile away from each other. And the men play Fisher in Naz. And the women might play Naz in Fisher. I I don't remember exactly, but uh, it's a little confusing. But yeah, so so that's basically where we stand. Yeah, Utica City FC. We wanted to uh, mention them real quick. Momo and Christian Segura, both with hat tricks, accounting for six of the seven goals in a seventy-two win over the Lancers on Sunday. Andrew Coughlin, their goalie is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Ten saves, twelve shots, seven straight wins. We've got to get Ryan Kids in the hall, their head coach, or somebody from UCFC back in here real soon. Did you see their video today? No, what happened? Yes, I did. They were taking uh, Spanish lessons. That, yeah, I'll just put it at that. Their promotional videos are fantastic. Very good. They just absolutely are hilarious. Uh, what's the last thing you got? Well, I, I didn't realize that the Rochester Lancers, I, I read where they were 0-19 or something like that, and then the UCFC Ouch. going south of the border, not... Pennsylvania, but Mexico playing Sonora two games Saturday and Sunday night. So Stefan LeBlanc was the guest on Utica Comets Insider last night from the 72 Tavern and Grill. And I believe you're about to hear a re-airing of that right here on ESPN Radio Utica Rome. Now at 96.5 FM, it's five minutes away. Give it a listen. Enjoy, Comets fans.